Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. You know, today uh, in society, we unfriend, we unfollow, we unlike, when we really need to do better at understanding. Instead of being quick to unfriend, unfollow, and unlike somebody who disagrees with our thoughts, why don't we try to understand why they feel that way? What What is so important about whatever it is that drives them to feel this way? And maybe we can extend some compassion or maybe we can make a compromise or maybe we can build a bridge. But you know, when we unfriend, unfollow, and unlike everybody who disagrees with us, suddenly you're just friends with people who are like voices in your head. Well, I may think you're fabulous and you may think you're fabulous, but I assure you the world does not only need a bunch of you in the world, no more so than they need a bunch of me in the world. I have oodles and oodles and oodles of friends who feel differently than I do about parenting, about careers, about education, about lifestyle, about, you know, uh, wardrobe choices, about marriage, about religion, about politics. And yet I still adore all of those people because they're still good people. They just think differently than me. And I appreciate that their thoughts, while they are different than mine, help make me a well-rounded person. You know, I have a friend who is um, vegan and she's into, you know, holistic remedies. And, um, you know, she's taught me a lot about um, compassion uh, for others. And, you know, we couldn't really have more things different about us except for We both like each other. We both think each other are great people. And every once in a while, she'll post something on Facebook that makes me scratch my head and wonder. And later, I'll see it a further explanation about why she feels this way or why she's doing this. And, um, you know, recently, she had posted a bunch about, you know, different home projects and some gardening projects she and her husband were getting into growing their own mushrooms and things. But in addition to that, they've been fostering a bunch of puppies. Every time I turn around, they've got a house full of dogs and they have a young son. So I feel like, you know, if it were me, I've got enough on my plate. I I don't feel like I would take that on, but she has got the energy of a 20 year old And more importantly, she's using this opportunity to teach him responsibility. And so when you hear about it from that perspective, you think, wow, that's a great way to do it because kids love pets and so they're willing to interact with them and they get to learn compassion and community service and responsibility in a fun way. And it's probably, if I'm being honest, a lot more effective than My way, when our daughter was young, you know, we would leave a list of chores or, you know, she could have TV time in the summer after she had done X amount of pages of summer homework because we didn't want her brain going to mush over the summer. And so my point is, while we both are, she has older kids as well. So while we both have raised mature, responsible contributors to society, 
we've taken different approaches. And so I think, wow, that's something new. And I appreciate the knowledge and the insight into her mind and her thought process. And, you know, in so doing, you know, they've also shared about the mushroom growing. And my husband, I'm not a fan of mushrooms. I could take or leave them, but my husband loves mushrooms. My daughter loves mushrooms. And so I'm like, hey, I need the 411 on how to do that. Because again, my golly, it looked easy enough. And if she can grow her own mushrooms while being a vegan, so that's creative cooking that's necessary and raising, she has older kids, but she still has a young one. And all those puppies, I think, well, it can't be that much work if you've got time for all that. I want to know how to do it too. And so I want to encourage us when we, you know, encounter someone who thinks different than us, who feels different than us, believes different than us, don't be so quick to dismiss them as being a valuable person to have in our circle. It might not be somebody you would go to, say it's a difference in religion, Okay, so you might not consult them about some religious uh, questions or challenges or life stumbling blocks. You might consult somebody who believes like you believe, which is fantastic, but you still might have that person in your back pocket as a friend for, you know, uh, I'm stuck on the side of the road and hey, can you come help me? You know, I don't have AAA or, um, you know, I'm ran out of gas or hey, I'm, I'm running late and the dog needs out, you know, can you possibly help me out and let the dog out? I mean, just because they have different beliefs, religious beliefs, doesn't mean they're not a quality person. And so we often, you know, think you have to believe what I believe for me to like you. And, um, you know, those who politics is a, a real big hot iron for being divisive with relationships and people. Um, and I have lots of Democrats in my family and friend circle, and I have lots of Republicans in my family and friend circle. And, you know, I think that helps you to have a well-rounded opinion to get a different perspective on something, but it never entered my mind to not follow my own heart or follow my own beliefs. I just like to get all the information. So you do your own due diligence and you do your own research and you have conversations with, you know, educated, informed people, but they're still great folks, even if they have different goals, because most of your thoughts and your friends and, you know, those in your circle are because they help you with your goals in life, whether it's to, you know, get a degree or to get a promotion at work or to get healthier, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And so that's fantastic. But you still find a lot of other commonalities that will help you with your, you know, friends, building additional friends, widening your tribal circle. When you encounter people who believe and think and feel differently than you do about any number of topics. But what's sad for me and scary for me and, you know, show of hands who, who feels this way too, is how quick we are today to dismiss those who we find don't think like us, 
like they're no longer of value. And when you're that quick to dismiss them because they don't think like you, so they're no longer of value, that means you're also quick to dismiss their perspective. And, you know, when you're quick to dismiss their perspective, you're not really working towards a common goal of peace and harmony and, um, you know, building a bridge or, you know, it's my way or the highway mentality. And that is um, divisive. That is um, really, you know, antagonistic. It It's, you know, closed-minded. And when I encounter people like that, I'm immediately sad. I'm sad for them that their circle is so small. I'm sad for them that their pool is so shallow. I'm sad for them that their heart is so closed off. And, you know, my goal, my challenge with this topic is for us to take stock and look around and how many people to your right and how many people to your left do you feel like are that way? And more importantly than both is, are you that way? Are you someone who is only friends with people who think and behave and believe exactly like you? Or do you have room in your heart for the hippie? Do you have room in your heart for the blue collar worker? Do you have room in your heart for the white collar worker who's really struggling with the promotions and, you know, meeting the demands? Do you have room in your heart for the college educated or the school of hard knocks educated? Do you have room in your heart for the stay at home parent, whether it's a mom or dad or, you know, those with, you know, 20 kids or those with one kid, you know, I, I, we only have one, but, um, I have lots of friends who have many children and I often am amazed at how, harmonious it is even with so many extra people uh, and so many extra personalities and so many extra wants and needs and demands and it's still kind of like teamwork in there and I I think God made them that way it takes a special gift and tolerance and personality to want to you know be able to have so many children and you know, help raise and steer so many children, guide so many children, mentor them when they get older and a lot of energy. And while I am high energy, when it comes to my job, I'm not particularly high energy when it comes to parenting anymore. I mean, again, mine is 27. So, you know, I've had a few years where I haven't had to do it, but I, I knew when we had her, we were done. We won and done and we poured all of our energy into her, but that didn't make us any better or worse of a parent than those that had four and five. They might've had a lot more experience with multiples than we did because we only had one, but you know, just because they only, they had four or five doesn't mean that they were as involved or maybe they were, I have no idea. Um, but you know, different strokes for different folks, but I just think, you know, we need to be more inclusive, more understanding, more looking for a way to understand and compromise and find a commonality that we can both live with. And, you know, I, I've seen those, um, those bumper stickers that, um, say coexist and each letter of the word is a different flag, race, sexual orientation, whatever. 
And um, what I always find funny is the people who do that naturally don't understand what that bumper sticker is for because they naturally love everybody. So why is there a need for the bumper sticker? And the people who have the bumper sticker clearly have encountered a lot of people who don't want to coexist. They want you to be just like them. And that's sad because it takes all kinds to make this world go round. And I want to encourage you guys who are out there listening to me to love thy neighbor as you want to be loved and be accepting of the neighbor and, you know, your fellow parents at the bus stop and the, you know, people that you run into at work or at McDonald's or, you know, Starbucks or whatever, you know, just be more willing to understand why they feel the way they feel. If you don't know something and it's, I don't personally find it offensive and I've never found anybody who did ask, can you explain to me, you know, what this is about, why you feel this way, why this is important to you. And generally they're willing to give you their, their information and the, their perspective on things, because it helps if you understand and be that kind of person as well. If someone doesn't understand you, be willing to calmly, keyword calmly, explain your perspective, but let's be slow on the unfriend, unlike, and unfollow just because you have something that you don't have in common or you don't necessarily agree on, but be quick to understand, find compassion and find a way to build a bridge to go, go along and get along, uh, with each other and celebrate each other's differences, whether it's race, color, sexual orientation, uh, you know, nationality, language, careers, education, lifestyle choices, whatever it is, you know, be willing to celebrate those differences because this is the original melting pot, you know, the the U S is, and we should be thankful for all these differences because each person has brought a little bit of flavor to our life, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, we've, we've benefited from the knowledge gained from all these different people. So that's my goal and challenge for my listeners. If you have a topic you'd like covered, please don't uh, hesitate to hit me up at 15 minutes of sane on Facebook, or you can shoot me an email at 15 minutes of sane um, at gmail.com. And you can find me at www.15minutesofsane.net. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one.